Well, good morning, y'all. And happy Lord's Day. Thank you. Guys, it really is great to see your face today. You know, I really believe that God has been walking amongst us these past two weeks. Two weeks ago, yesterday or today, our lives got turned upside down. And I believe that ever since then, God has been walking with us in powerful and intimate ways. You might wonder, well, how is that, Father? What do you mean? Well, because John tells us, he says that God is love. And you've heard me say this a million times. God is love. And there's no more powerful experience of God's love than what we've experienced these past two weeks. Whenever there's an encounter of love, whenever someone comes in and they show an act of charity, what happens is that God comes into the midst of the tragedy and into the horror and the destruction. And there is God because of love. One action of love brings about the presence of God. And my friends, South Louisiana has had a lot of loving being sent to it in these past two weeks. It's been a very powerful experience. People from all over the United States have come in. They didn't know us. They're strangers. But they came in to help us, to show love. And there's God. You know, we all have our stories. Encounters of mercy. People helping each other out. I got to tell you one that I was really taken by and just kind of blown away. A young girl here in Thibodeau, her, her name is Sam Dietrichs. Um, she's 10 years old. She had her birthday last week. And she told her mom and dad that instead of giving birthday presents and people giving her presents, she wanted to create something on Facebook to where people could go and do a little GoFundMe type deal. And all the money she would have gotten for her birthday, she would do a fundraiser and give it to people who were in much greater need than her. Little Sam, 10 years old, raised $1,000 and didn't keep it for herself for her birthday. She gave it. She went out and she bought all kind of stuff. And she brought it over here yesterday as we were feeding people. And she had all these supplies and some blankets for students and toothbrushes because and, college students need to brush their teeth. Um, and uh, it was wonderful what she bought, pins for the students. I was totally blown away by the generosity of this little girl's heart. And we could go and have stories after stories, right? Just right here at St. Thomas. Over the past week, we fed over 2,200 people in three days. We had so many people coming and volunteering, people pouring out and giving food and coming and cooking for us from Lake Charles, from our local areas, from, Baton, from uh, Brobridge. We had 20 of our parishioners go down to Dulac and serve down there. We had a number of our college students go and clean out all of the dorms. You want to talk about some nasty mission work? <laughs> Go clean out college students' dorms after it's been sitting there for two weeks. Talk about stinky, like raunchy kind of stuff. Stuff that's growing in there that could have just like crawled out on its own and evacuated. God's mercy, His presence is among us in those acts of charity. The work that Catholic Charities is doing across the diocese, tremendous. And we'll never know, right? Some of those actions are actions of hidden love. Why do we do those things? Why do we do those things? Well, I think it's because of the gospel today. Jesus asks a fundamental question in the gospel today. And I love fundamental questions. They stir within our hearts and it, it urges us on that we've got to answer this question Right? For instance, I'm going to throw out a fundamental question to you. Those of you who remember 
the shooting of JFK. I could ask you a question, where were you when you heard the news that JFK was shot? Where were you whenever you heard the news that Pope John Paul II was shot? These moments we remember, right? Fundamental questions. Where were you whenever we heard the tragic news and we watched those planes go through the towers on 9-11, 20th anniversary yesterday? I think everybody who remembers that moment, I can tell you exactly where I was at. Where were you when Ida came over and sat on top of our diocese for six hours? I think everybody can say, I know exactly where I was at. I was either evacuated, watching the horror on the news, or I was in my house holding the doors, trying to hold them shut so they didn't blow in. Running around getting water pans, trying to salvage what we could. Where were you? Fundamental questions. Jesus asked a fundamental question today. And we have to answer this question, y'all. The question he says to his apostles, he says, who do people say that I am? And they look at him and say, well, some say you're John the Baptist. That's not a bad guy to be compared against. Some say that you're Elijah, another cool guy to be compared against. Or some say, well, you were a prophet. Okay, those are all complimentary things. But Jesus' fundamental question is this. Who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am? And my friends, the answer to that question changes everything for us. You and I have to answer that question at some point in our life. Who do you say that Jesus is? If somebody walked up to you and said, Mark, who's Jesus to you? Your Savior. How would we answer that, right? That answer to that question not only has effects here in this life, but it affects us where we go in the next life. How I live my life here because of who I believe Jesus to be is going to determine where I go in the next life. And so what do we do with this, right? I think this is why we've seen such an outpouring of love all over the place. Because of that fundamental question of who we believe Jesus is. There's that wonderful saying today in James's letter. He says, faith without works is dead. Right? Some people say, well, I have faith, and I go to Mass, and I pray my rosary, and I go to the chapel, and while all that is good, that's wonderful, that's awesome, if all we have is faith, and we're not doing charitable acts, and we're mean to our neighbor, and we don't help people out, guess what? That faith, James says, is dead. We do not live by faith alone. My faith in Jesus Christ, your faith in Jesus Christ, who do you say He is, is going to affect how I treat people, how I act. That's what it is all about. So for us as Christians, that question's fundamental because it animates everything we do, right? Mother Teresa has this famous five-finger gospel. I love it. Whenever she's asked why she helps people, she doesn't do it just if they're Catholics and she helps them out. She doesn't do it for anything other than it's Jesus that she's helping out. She says, she quotes the gospel where Jesus is speaking 
And he says, when I was hungry, you gave me food. When I was naked, you gave me clothes. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. And they said, Lord, when did we see you hungry and thirsty and in prison? And he said, what you did for the least of my brothers and sisters, five-finger gospel, you ready? You did it to me. Five-finger gospel. Whatever we did to the least of those, you did it to me. So whenever you were helping your neighbor cook some food, whenever your neighbor's house had water damage coming through and you're helping them gut it out, whenever your neighbor had a big old tree on their house and they were struggling to get it off and whenever they needed to tarp their roof, whatever you did for the least of them, your neighbors, you did it to Jesus. That's awesome. That's the difference between somebody who may be an atheist who says, you know what, they're struggling down in Louisiana and I'm just going to go and help them out down there. I'm going to go do some kind of charitable work. That's really great and that's really awesome. And in not them even knowing God is made manifest through that action, whether they believe it or not. But what changes it for me and you as a Christian is that whenever we do something, a good act, a charitable act for our neighbor, for our family, it's actually Jesus we're helping. It's the five-finger gospel. We do it to Jesus. Not for Jesus. To Jesus. It's a big difference there. And so that's the good news that we have. That's why I believe that God is walking amongst our land this year. These past two weeks, God has been present by these actions of love. By these moments where we see Jesus in the suffering we see Jesus in those in need beautiful experience yesterday we were serving food right here for a few hours there were parishioners out here whose houses are being gutted and their life is turned upside down and they stopped what they were doing and they came and served why because of Jesus beautiful experience and so this week let us continue to renew our hearts, to continue to have hope because it's in moments like these that I really believe sometimes we see the best of humanity step up because there's needs. There's no more division. There's no more, what about you? What are you doing? I'll, no, it, it's just somebody needs help and we want, want to help. And so sometimes the best of humanity steps forward. And so let us this week Ask Jesus, let me see you in those that I serve this week. Whenever someone comes to me, let me know that it's you that I serve. And let us try with all of our hearts to live that five-finger gospel, that what we do to the least of those, we do it to Jesus. Amen?